welcome to You Never Lose, You Learn. Believe in yourself. Have faith in what you want to do. Stop worrying about what you can't control. And keep listening to You Never Lose, You Learn. So, I just had to talk about this for a second. Uh, got a bunch of topics that I really want to cover, but I, I, I got to cover this topic because it just goes to the core and the heart of everybody. You know, um, two of my best friends in the entire world are defenders of the law. That mean they made it that means that they made a vow to protect and serve the public. And I know people get upset, you know, about the way that some people operate in that space. And we have two instances that I'm gonna discuss. The one incident was just recently a young man that his family came from the Congo to have the American dream, to leave, run away from a lot of violence and and, and things that they felt that were, you know, not the way they wanted to raise their children. And so they moved to a place called, I mean, they moved to the state of Michigan. And in the state of Michigan, you know, just recently, their son was involved in a, in a traffic stop, a non-criminal traffic stop where his, his light was out. And whatever the case may be, it, it, it turned tragic. This young man was shot in the back of the head as he was tussling with an officer whose taser missed twice, who grabbed the taser, which it never, it never should have gotten to the point where I'm an officer and I'm chasing after somebody. And this is where we have to decide. We're going to talk about a couple of things here. We're going to talk about how situations like these can be avoided by young people, young human beings. We're going to talk about, you know, how people can look at this as a race issue. Um, And then we're going to talk about, you know, uh, another example of this situation. So... After watching the video, you see that the young man got out of the car. Boom, let's stop there. When 
protectors of the law or officers of the law pull you over. You do not want to get out the car. Not unless your car is on fire. There's something that's going on. You don't want to get out the car. That's a red flag. And I'm a big, I'm a big, a big defender of, of knowing and educating yourself on the laws of the land. Now, there is a lot of people that are going to be upset with me and they're going to say, well, you don't understand. You haven't been. None of us have understood any of that until we go through it. Nobody does. We don't know how emotions, how how situations dictate our actions. So I, I dismiss that that logic. Because at this point, we have a tragedy. And I can't look at it with emotion I have to look at it. I have to look at it with emotion and without emotion because there needs to be understanding because we have to stop this type of behavior. We have to reach our people and make them understand that people can't lose family members because I I mean, I have the authority to have a weapon that can hurt somebody. And then if I hurt somebody, there's no consequences. There are huge consequences a family is without a loved one a young man who had a future no longer has that future but more importantly it didn't did not have to happen then on another side you can look at it as we all have a date and again people don't want to hear that we all have a date and it doesn't matter who you are, a two-year-old, a three-year-old, a 50-year-old, a 70-year-old, a 90-year-old, a 100-year-old, a 30-year-old, I'm 15, whatever. We all have a date. And the reality of the whole thing is we have to look at this situation and we have to learn from it and we have to make sure that these tragic situations don't go on and continue to happen. So, the person got out of the car. At this point, the officer could have stopped, called for backup. The officer proceeded to engage the young man. At this point, This young man, who we're not sure if he knew English or whatever the case may be, he starts to run. Once a person starts to run, why do we have to chase him? Why? At some point he decided after tussling, he starts to, why do we have to chase anybody when we know where they live When we have their license plate numbers, I can't, is it a testosterone thing? Why? One one of my friends that I told you was the best friend, he said, we never run after anybody. He said, when we work together, he said, we're not going to run after anybody. We'll catch up with them. That's great advice. I don't have to tase you. I don't have to, what I can do is get back up. And I can have people who are who are with me 
But getting to the point where I am fighting another human being and then taking that other human being's life, not only is that traumatizing to everyone, that's traumatized to everyone involved. Everyone involved. It hurts to even talk about this stuff. It really, it truly does. But it has to be spoken of because we have to educate people as a group. We collectively, we have to, there's, there's, there's protesting. There's, you know, we're, we're, we, this is what we do. We create divides. We're protesting. I'm for justice because this person shouldn't have been killed. I'm for, you know, police officers being able to defend themselves. I need to get in the middle here, you know, and not choose a side in this situation, but use this situation to help many others that are going to possibly face this situation. And instead of all those emotions where we're making decisions like you don't like me because of this, you don't like me because of that. I need to be able to understand the rules of engagement with people of, with persons of the law. I need to understand that one of the rules of officers is make sure you get home. They have to live with that their entire lives when they decide to take that job. And there's so many of them that don't make it home. Then there's just the fact that some people shouldn't be in that type of job because they don't have the demeanor for that, the emotional stability for that type of of that type of job. But when there's a situation, what is the emotional stability? It's like anything that you do in life. There are people that are very good at what they do, and there are people who are doing it and they really don't know what they do, but they've got away with it. I will never, ever minimize the pain that one suffers when a loved one is taken away. But what I will do is use my my platform, my life, to try to make people understand that we just can't jump into emotional stances. We have to help people understand that there is a protocol that is in place that can alleviate situations, that can can stop situations like this. And we have to educate our young men, our young women, our, 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 our humanity. We've got to set rules and boundaries. When you look at the media, again, they take sides. I mean, the media is to the point where they just like, well, we take the police side and, you know, this man did this and this. Okay, we know that. Don't, don't, don't discount what a parent, what if they don't care about what he did. They know that there's, they don't care. You didn't have to, you did, you definitely did not have to put the gun to the back of his head and shoot him. I don't care. You could have slapped him in the back, pistol whipped him. But to 
to do it in that manner to me means that you don't have the wherewithal to understand that this is a life. That this person is belongs to somebody. That's where I'll stand on that. Now let's move. Segway to a small town called Michigan City. And immediately social media was just blaring. Ding, 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 ding. All over the place. Because a young man and his family posted videos that showed this young man with very, very gruesome injuries. That he, like he had been beaten severely. And it came out that this young man had been beaten by had been beaten by five police officers. Five police officers. And protests were starting. Individuals immediately without doing research, without understanding, without any statement released from, you know, the police, the chief, anybody, immediately went into action to create conflict in a community. And quickly, people jumped to defense. Oh my God, you know, I mean, there was a video where the type of language used was so disheartening. But again, there's a protocol. There's a way that things should be handled. And when your leadership, when it goes all the way, the top, it goes all the way to the bottom. And there's a mentality There is a protocol that is being taught in your department where you understand that you are a part of this community. So we have to socialize, humanize our existence, even though our role is different than others' role. We are still the same. I still value you. And so as everybody was up in an uproar and everybody is being interviewed by TV stations because they run to conflict, you know, a person that that has a bake sale and is feeding hundreds of people that gets a small blurb. But you see pain and suffering and hurt and blood and gore and anger and hatred. That brings in advertisers. That's marketing. And so as people were preparing themselves for protests, for, you know, constant lies and comments, the police decided that they were going to 
have a conversation amongst themselves, the people that were in charge, and then they were given directives. And those directives were laid out. And those police officers, the clock, the camera, unlike the Michigan incident, the camera never went off. The camera stayed on. And when viewed, it painted a completely different picture. It showed the empathy that an officer had for a citizen. It showed the citizen speaking and saying things that were not true. It showed the officer tasing the person and the person losing all ability to control his muscles and hitting the ground with such force that created severe injuries. Now we ask, why did we run? Why are we running? Those same officers had the ability to pull out weapons. And they, and this young man, there was speculation that he had a gun. And if that was the case, then would it not been justified for those officers to pull the trigger? But again, once all of this came out, did the news, did the media, the news, did they come out and interview the chief or, you know, and commend his officers? Did, did the city come out and, 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 and celebrate the fact that they have officers who understand and have empathy and understand that we are a part of this community, we love this community, and we support this community. But wrong is wrong. We are in some trying times, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> some very trying, confusion, confusing times. And people are hurting everywhere. And the people who have, who have answers, they don't even want to give them to you. You have to search for them. You have to come to places like you never lose, you learn. You have to come to these places to find out the truth because the truth is being hidden. Because I, I don't know, maybe there's an agenda. I don't know. But I know that we should celebrate when people do the right things. And I know we should not protect people who don't understand when they take that oath, that oath is not to hurt and not to devalue a life, but to protect that life. And if you decide to engage with that person when you don't have to, that there could be a situation, but that situation never should end in any person's death. And I can stand on my platform and I can say that. And I know it may upset some people and that's fine. You get to be upset. This is the United States of America. You have freedom of speech. You have freedom to feel the way you feel. 
but respect my opinion as I have to respect yours. And whatever your opinion, there are people that are out there that they don't care if that family is hurting. They don't care if the police did the right thing. They are here and they were born and they were put on this earth to create confusion, destruction. And that is their purpose. And they use situations to pummel good, to confuse goodness with evil. This game plan has been in play since the beginning of time. Young men, when you are asked for your license and registration, give your license and registration. They are people that are in authority right now. And when you get your license, give them your license and registration. If they tell you to get out the car, you can ask them, sir, why are you asking me to get out the car? If you have a cell phone, call somebody on that cell phone. Let them hear it all. Make sure they know that when you make that call, they are to record everything. You are to press record on your phone. You make sure. And when you do that, be prepared. When they ask you some, just thank you, sir. Hope you're having a great day. It's called being polite. It's the same thing that when you go in gas stations now, the business model is to speak to everybody that comes into the gas station. Hello, how are you? Because your psyche now understands peace. Somebody's being okay to me. It's the same thing. It's unfortunate that we have to pull people over for anything. When we have a plate, a license plate number, and if I run your plates and it comes up that you were this or this is a stolen car, then I need to call back up. I don't have to tell you to get out. I don't have to be, you know, the Lone Ranger. I don't have to be, you know, that hero, that hero mentality. What I need to do is I need to get home. I don't have to chase people through streets, cars. You're not going to get away. I don't have to damage a building or, or hurt somebody because I want to, again, chase somebody through the streets, through a busy street. Why? I don't have to do that. Lessons, they come from everywhere. I just want to keep learning. I just want people to keep learning, to make a commitment to continue to learn, to learn through every situation. You see something 20 times, I mean, they plaster it over and over and over and over. Death, death, violence, death, death, stabbing, death, death, death. 
over and over and over. Every time I look at it, I look at it like, I got to learn from this. I got to know that people are capable of this. People are capable of that. I got to tell my children. I got to tell my friends. I got to tell their, their children. People are capable of this. We're not afraid. But there's nothing to be afraid of when you're learning. I want us all to understand that we are a part of every, of each other. And I don't care who you are, what you are, how much you have. That the Grim Reaper comes no matter what. But he always gives you examples. And God... And whoever you believe in gives you the ability to love. And for some reason, that is being pushed aside for the tenets of pain and suffering. And I never thought that I would see a day when that would make more money than stories of love and help and comfort and peace. <laughs> but in this day and age, this video game, listen, the best video games, you got to kill a thousand people. The best video games, you're killing, you're running over people, you're doing whatever you want to. Facts. talk about these things. Let's continue to express these things and talk about these things and come up with more and more helpful hints as we move forward to help our children, to help our future as they learn how to navigate through life. You never lose. You learn. <laughs>